to our podcast. Cue the theme music. We have to share our microphone because Millie didn't buy three. They only Millie, came in packs of two. But Millie did buy two. And we did not have to pay it anything. That is true. So we should be thankful. So us poor sisters over here have to share. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, welcome back. What is there a cool intro that we need to come up with? You know, like no. Bailey, the mystery. That's what lady the song's like, for. That's right. And the song goes, is the the theme song. The, I don't even the know. Thong, the song. The, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the song. The song. Anyways. How was everybody's week? Was it, is everybody's week's been going good? Katie's teasing her top tooth, so it's been mediocre. Mediocre. Um, Lots of wallering me on the couch and cuddling and not sleeping, that kind of thing. But it's been good. It's been fine. Yeah, it was interesting you sent that temp drop thing this morning, mm-hmm. and it showed how much deep sleep you actually get. Just not very much. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, I mean, it didn't say, like, you, a total of sleep. You only had, like, six hours and 40-something minutes. But I had spent, like, an hour, seven hours and a half in bed. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. But what about you, Addie? How's your week been? How's your all your animals? They're good. Ike's last baby duck died last night. (gasps) Oh no! I mean, we have like three of them. That voice is like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, and like, and then our chickens are fine and our rabbits are all fine, but he had a baby duck, and it died. What was was the duck's name? It didn't have a name. Okay. That makes it a little We're easier. We're to the point now. We have too many animals to try and name them all. But, um, yeah, he was pretty sad. But other than that, um, someone, I think, did try to take our dog home with them this last week. Um, he's been making his way over to the processing plant across the highway and hanging out. So, um, but, yeah, other than animal drama, really not much. Uh, Dixie's a little sick. Which we just Your realized that. So the bunnies, yeah, the bunnies Every, are a lot of fun. We yeah. have an auction barn that we've been going to on Friday nights, and it's not healthy for us. I thought it was so funny when you said that, like, going to Dinkies is like waking out, waking up from a... <laughs> like having a hangover? Yeah. yeah like, not that we know what that's like. No, I just assume <laughs> you wake up the next morning and you're like, what did I do last night? And why are there... Animals, eight, eight everywhere. rabbits in my garage. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it's like. So it's kind of our new fun thing. Do you do it every Friday night? We've done it two Friday nights, like every other. We've agreed we can't go every. We can't financially afford to go every Friday night. We could just work on self control and just go and watch, but there's no fun in that. Like we went to, we went to the in the fall. We went to an estate sale. In Corden, it was this really pretty house, and they were selling furniture. And you guys, they had like wooden vintage wardrobes and dressers and bed frames that they could not give away. Like they were like, "We're starting the bid at." Let's Katie's cough. Sounds awful. Um, they're like, "We're starting the bid at thirty dollars for this wardrobe," and people were bidding, and they're like, "A dollar. We just want a dollar," and nobody would take it. And there's a huge crowd of people, and I'm like. 
why are these people not taking Liza's this like, I'll pay a dollar. I don't have a truck, but I'll take it. That's what Dinky's like. Like, when we were leaving the other night, like, I looked over in the room that they auctioned off, like, the furniture and the home decor stuff. And there was, like, a significant amount of, like... Stuff that just didn't get sold. Yeah, that just didn't get sold. So... Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff there. It's kind of a sketchy crowd, but we have a lot of fun. Oh, you think it's a sketchy crowd? I feel like it. What I love going to Dinkies because of the Amish community out there. Because they're not, they're not like our Amish. I, just I mean, I love our Amish. I heard terrible oh, things about. Well, that okay, like their youth. That's a different that's, story. Yeah. But I'm talking about like their homes and stuff like that. No offense if you're Amish. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no offense. My my one of my best friends is Amish. Um and they're like they're like my friend that's Amish, they're like Schwarzenegger Amish. So the the most conservative Amish out there. So more than old order, like they're the, the most conservative. Um what I meant is when we go to Dinkies, there's like a lot of Mennonite, beautiful Mennonite communities out there and the Amish communities out there. I think they're New Order Amish and their houses are just beautiful. I delivered a baby out there one time. Oh. I went with Jennifer and there, and it was it was weird walking into their home and it was like compared to like modern Amish. They, I think, so, like, like they had like a Ford F three fifty sitting yeah, in their like driveway. New, New Order Amish are like conservative Mennonites. Okay, okay, so they're the in between. Yeah, so like, if you think of like, okay, our Amish, um, which are again, you've got like the most conservative Amish. Like, you don't know. I mean, what was it? Um, what was I doing over at Barbara's? And I was like, I asked her if we could do something and she was like no we don't do that and it was something so just like it didn't make any sense we don't use sponges or they don't tell something. their kids yeah they just got or... the most they just got the most insane rules um and they don't know well and her, like her baby was sick mm-hmm. um which i kind of understand this but like her baby was sick and so i was over there and i was trying to help her the baby was like four weeks old and i asked her i said can i take a video of the baby breathing and send it to my friend that's a pediatrician and ask her if she, you know, what her thoughts are. Do you think that she needs to go to the ER? And she's like, I'm sorry, you, we can't do that. Hmm. And so. That does make sense. I mean, like, not to us, but right, in their right. context. So, yeah. uh, like, the kids can't play with any um, trucks. So, no trucks. Mm-hmm. They can play with trains, but they can't play with trucks because of the rubber tires. Oh, they're see, not allowed. I could have so much sooner thought. Well, trains are more mechanical yeah, than a car that has maybe no, like a. Smart they're not chip. allowed. I don't know why this is so insane, but like they're buggies. What's the deal with rubber? I don't know, but they no rubber tires at all. Like, and they like um. There was is a that little, why our roads are sort so torn? Oh, up? the roads because are terrible here because of them. Yep, because buggy, of them. Buggy all of their stuff. equipment, none of their equipment. Uh, but see, like again. Like, we got, we went out to Shipshawana one time. That's where I got cozy. Oh, oh, you went. I was like, I don't remember that from our childhood. Oh, no, no, no. Me and Tim went to Shipshawana right after Lottie was born because that's where I got cozy. And um, it was so much fun. But it cracked us up because we're, like, driving, you know, in Amish country. And um, there's an Amish man driving a tractor. Oh, 
And it's like the thought of an Amish man around here driving a tractor is so like crazy. Like I can't even, they would never do something like that. Um, but they do, they have a bunch of crazy rules. Even their kitchens, the way they do kitchens, like they're not allowed to have a sink. They have to wash it in like a plastic tub. It's just rubber is, is it rubber a form of plastic something like that know. right but see none of those rules make sense because like i asked her one time if i could bring the kids um some toys like i was getting rid of some toys and i asked her i said can i bring the kids some some toy animals and she said no they weren't allowed to play with toy animals and i said why and she said i don't know that's just how we do things so a lot of the stuff they do they don't even know why they do it so, again, these are the Swartgen Troopers, which, funny enough, so the community that lives with, like, here in Orleans, like, Barbara and stuff like that, they're a separate community than the ones over in Bromer. Right. And the ones in Bromer are even more conservative and strict than this community. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when you go, I think in Salem, there's some New Order Amish. I've delivered babies out there, too. You're... Okay. I've like I've done some deliveries out there when I assisted and um they weren't as um much like the Davy County Amish. They were so maybe they were old order Amish. I don't know. I mean they had like colorful things in their house yeah. and but they were definitely, you know, more conservative. Um I don't know. They had flashlights yeah well our amish can have flashlights see okay here's something that's plastic exactly and here's something else that doesn't make sense so they can have flashlights and you can buy flashlights and batteries at the amish store but um if the kids have a toy that takes batteries they have to remove the springs the battery springs from the toy for in order for the kids to play with it because then they can't put batteries in it but yet they can have flashlights with batteries it doesn't it makes zero sense um i feel like i feel like with the amish community it's so much like you like you need to be the prophet of your own home but they don't they don't do that at all do you know how they select the bishop Stalls. I was joking. No, they they literally draw straws. Every I don't know how often they choose bishops, but I think there's four bishops in this community because one of them's Dan's brother. And um, I find it hilarious because the the, so two I know two of the four bishops, and one of them he's a young guy. He's he's I don't know probably his mid thirties. Um, and then the other guy, forever was kind of like bottom of the totem pole in the community like but he was the bishop no he wasn't the bishop he mm-hmm. wasn't he was in, he was in the community but he was not the bishop um he like i said they only had 3 kids so you know they didn't have a huge family um they would go over to Jamie and JD's for dinner my aunt and uncles for dinner which i think was taboo they weren't supposed to do that so they were kind of like fringy Amish. Um, I know at least their son left the community. I don't know if their daughter did too, but I know for sure the son did. So at this point, they're only one for three with their I three children. I think so. I'm not sure because I know the son did come back, um, but he did leave. <coughs> Anyways, now he's the bishop. 
but it wasn't because of popularity because he obviously wasn't oh, the most popular. Right. It was just but luck of the draw. he gets to make decisions for everyone's entire families. Yep. Revenge. <laughs> time to pay y'all yeah, back no terrible. no he i mean he's nice but i just think that's funny it, they really do draw straws it doesn't make any sense but, no, but like for real let's dwell on that for a second imagine you're in high school and all the mean kids <laughs> so mean to you but then you get to the end and you become the principal and like but it's never ending Someday it's like you're their gonna be working for me how do you get out of bishophood do you die I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know how often they the have a leg. I can, I can put it back. I can stitch we're, it. We're anyway, good. We're good. Um, do you guys remember the Sin Eater? And they yeah. drew straws for who was going to be the Sin, Sin Eater. I'm picturing that scene, but just a bunch of Amish. I do too. I do too. Every time I think about like the drawing straws, I'm imagining them all in a dark barn. And they're, it's like dark and there's a bunch of Amish men standing around all around and the goats buying in the corner get the chicken bones yeah yeah I had a friend tell me about an Amish wedding one time yes I think they all got they drank a lot see it depends on the community well it was more the reception Dixie you can't take the microphone um they, I think, all sat around at the end of the night. I was just thinking about being in the dark barn, but in the <laughs> trying to take it off. Um, but they all sat in the basement of the house or the barn. Like, was it around. teenagers or was it adults? It was adults. Yeah, singing, and they said they sang like incredibly loud. They said it was cool, but almost creepy because they were singing in Dutch. Yeah, and. But uh, they don't speak Dutch. It's German. They say it's German. They say yeah. it's Dutch, but it's not. It's German. Yeah. She's in the bathroom. Yeah, we won't poop in your sink. No, you no, will I not poop in my poop sink. In your sink. We'll poop at home in our sink. I'm trying to catch the potty cues because we're starting the oh, slow potty. Okay. Training. So we'll just wait till we get home. So yeah, no, you're not doing <laughs> that here. I won't have Katie poop in your sink. Sorry. Okay. I thought it was Katie. <laughs> it was Katie. That is poopy. <laughs> Just to clarify. So you want to know something else weird that the Amish do? What? So when somebody dies in the community, a group of people will go and they sit with the dead body. No. All night long. I don't know. I asked they them. They don't tell anybody why? No, they don't know why. They don't know why. And I said, why do you guys do that? No, and they're like. It's my night to go sit with Big Sam. <laughs> oh, you say that. But that's actually like exactly where I learned about this situation. An old man in the community died. And I was over visiting Dan and Barbara. And I was talking to them. And he was like, yeah, I'm tired. I was up all night over at over it you know so and so's and i was like we set up with the body and i'm like what he's like do you guys not do that i was like no that's not normal no we don't and he's like oh yeah i was like why do you guys do that and he said i don't know we've just always done it that way we'll sit up with the body all night long a group of us and it's men and women it's just a mixed group it's not like the elders of the church or anything it's just a random group of people go and they'll sing songs all night so yeah they've got a lot of weird super tim says this about them and i think it's very true they're very superstitious they're very they're a very superstitious group so but i mean i love them yes 
I'm thankful we grew up in an Amish community. No, you had pasta. Watch a movie. You know what I'm excited about? Um, so this summer I'm doing the farmer's market and selling art prints and cards and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not going to go every Saturday. They have it on Saturday in the square at Paoli, and it's just so cute. Orleans is so, – I just, I just said Paoli. It's Orleans. I'm sorry. Yeah. Square and Orleans. And Orleans is so stars, hollow-ish vibes. I like thinking It's Mayberry. so beautiful. And um, – they have it every Saturday morning, and the Amish are always there selling veggies. They dominate the farmer's market. Oh, no. Somebody poked somebody in the eye. Anyway, I'm excited to sell art, but then use the money that I have to buy veggies. Yes. It's like I'll be basically getting free veggies, but not really. Because you know. you'll be your hard-earned. My hard-earned, hand-painted things. We'll be buying these. Yeah. The Amish very much dominate the farmer's market, which I love it because you can go and get all your produce and stuff like that. I think they only sell produce, though. There's one lady that sells a lot of baked goods. And she'll be used to going to. She is? A friend of ours, yeah, is going to do baked goods. And so I'm excited about that. I want to. I wish I could, but it's too much paperwork to do, like, the food booth. Like I don't think I could probably have an art. Is there a bunch of pa- is there a bunch of paperwork? Shelby now? was saying that there was a whole quiz that she is gonna have to do. It was a lot of information. Anyway, I'm just gonna sell art. But if I could, and there wasn't all these hoops and obstacles to get through, it'd be so cool to do sourdough and then paint the sourdough because people are doing that with like food coloring, icing kind of thing. And then like there's Jemima puddle ducks painted on top of their sourdough bread. It's really cute. That is cute. I I did the farmer's market for uh, probably two or three years. I did it once. I did it for a while when I was like, what do I think? I think I was probably like 16, 17. Because, fun fact, Tim says he that's the first place he ever talked to me. I don't remember speaking to him. I do too, but I don't remember talking to Tim. And Tim said he came up to my booth and he talked to me. And he, and he told me the outfit I was wearing, and I was wearing, I have pictures of me that day. And so he wasn't, he's not crazy, but he said he was clean shaven. And I said, oh, well, that's why. Because I told, I was on the look for handsome brunette bearded men. <laughs> you were not bearded. So I didn't acknowledge your existence. I did not. <laughs> so. not into looks or anything like that. What? I said Millie's not into looks or anything like that. No. No, do you remember me, though, telling you and Madeline, like, be on the look now, girls, for oh, yeah. a handsome brunette bearded men. I remember pointing them out in the crowd, like, what about that one? And we're like, no, it's like he's married. <laughs> you know? Mostly bearded men are usually married. Yes, and I was. Let that be a sign, though, that the bearded hey. ones are usually taken. But mine wasn't. And True. I, but you know what's You so... just got to give them a little bit of patience. Yeah. You know, one day they may bloom, or not, and you'll be stuck in a marriage. With somebody without a beard? Oh. (gasps) Some men can't grow beards. And that's sad. Now Dixie's upset. Oh, Dixie's finger's caught in the big book. It's okay. It's like, Mom, help me. Well, so you wanted to talk about TikTok, but I don't know if I want to because. It doesn't really matter because they're going to outlaw it anyway. Are you sure they're going to? I thought they I thought said they, they didn't. Had. 
They it's banned I, for. It's deleted off my phone. I got I deleted it for a, a little over a week, and then I got back on, and then I deleted it like two days ago. So, I. Okay, yeah. I want to ask. Okay, so I'll be honest. When it comes to the TikTok thing. And I'm not saying this like I'm superior. I'm not saying this. I'm just saying yes, this in are. the sense of like, I feel like, no. I feel like I'm in a different age bracket than you guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that much older than you. But yet, I think because, you know, I got married. So I've been married You're now. in a different leg of the race. Yeah. So I was got married seven years ago. I've been. Can you guys believe that? I've been married seven years. That doesn't seem right. It's, that's right. You're lying. I've been married for seven years now. The thing, you know, and I've got the two the two kiddos. And see, but when I started having kids and I, you know, was a newlywed and all this stuff, my peer group were 10 plus years older than me. Yeah. And see, Tim's five years older than me. So, I mean, he was a lot closer in age to all these older people. And so, anyways, I'm saying that to say, even though I'm technically closer in age to you guys, I, it's like... I just grew into motherhood in a different age group of women. So TikTok has not ever been something that, or or even like um, Instagram for that matter. Like Instagram as in the sense of like the mom, tic, or mom, mom Instagram, talk. you know, where they're like, the, like well, you've talked to me about the sleep training and the, you know, whether you do it or you don't do it and the shaming and like all that stuff. I've never, that's just, I just missed that, you know? Yep. Um, even, I think this is so interesting too. Um, you know, we've got our small farm here. And you guys can attest to this because you've known me my whole life. Yep. I've always wanted to have a farm. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to have a Jersey cow. And I mean, good grief. You guys remember me buying the goats and putting them in my garage at Dan and Connie's? Yes, I remember that. Very I think well. I have memory loss, like serious <laughs> memory loss. Daddy was talking to me earlier today about childhood memories that I have no recollection of. And then you talk about these goats, and I have no well, I memory. Had two <laughs> batches. I had two batches of goats in that barn. Did you milk them? Yes. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I had three batches because I borrowed chocolate from my in-laws for a while, too. Chocolate? Chocolate, the Nubian. Oh, it's goat. I was like, I kept them in my chocolate? dog kennel. <laughs> That's funny. But anyways, I've always wanted, I've always loved like homesteading. I remember the day I have on my Instagram from like, oh my gosh, it has to be like 15 years ago now Fresh. where they got, they put the tractor supply in the old JC store in Paoli. Oh yeah. And they had the book stand with all the homesteading books. Oh yeah. And I was like, they're here. I've always wanted these books. So anyways, my point is, but see now homesteading is trendy mm -hmm. because of 2020 because of COVID. Now it's, it's super, tr super trendy. So that, that has bugged me a little bit, but beyond that social media hasn't bothered me that much. But like I said, with you guys, I know that that, and it's not just you guys, it's lots of moms, your girls' age right. struggle with this. And I don't know how much of it is actually that everyone is homesteading as much as it is the algorithm is catered to us. I'm, I'm oh, not no, saying no, no. that there's not a boom, but I'm wondering oh. how big the boom actually no, is. No, 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 no. There's a boom because there's people who never, ever, 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 ever 
would have ever been interested in anything like that, but it became trendy, mm-hmm. and now they are. Makes me think of like how Joanna Gaines became the new, or I mean, I'm sorry, ballerina farmer became the old Joanna Gaines. <gasps> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Really? No, I, yeah, I didn't. Who did I say that to? You must have, I think now I'm remembering you've said that to me before, but I didn't. You didn't listen? I was listening. <laughs> it's okay. All right. I'm all right. No, I agree, though. The only thing with, like, TikTok ending, it does bum me out for the people that do make an income off of it. (laughs) Because that's wonderful to be able to – I mean, I think you still have to put a lot of work into it and everything, but to be able to be home and do that together, the families that do it together, and the moms. Like, I saw a video of this mom talking about, like, she was able to quit her job and come home and not have to work – and take care of her kids and be a stay-at-home mom because that took care of their second income that they had to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hate it for, I think a lot of people are going to lose that. Something else I hate about it, because there's pros and cons to everything, but I think a, a pro that, was it pinching your finger? <laughs> I was like, this little mic has a clippy and I just grabbed Addie's finger and it was like clipped to the end of her finger. And she's like, pulled it off so I was pinching <laughs> Um, anyway, um, something else that's a bummer is I think that there's been a stay-at-home mom boom mm-hmm. because of the online community of stay-at-home moms who are all home making videos. It's made it more acceptable. Like, it's made it more of a reality in a lot of people's eyes. Like, see, this is what it looks like to be home all day with your kids. And it is work, and here's how you do it well. And yeah. be a good steward with it. And it's inspired people. But I do think the lie. The lie that is. That it's a false sense of community. Yes. Because I remember. I had a lot of like. Um, postpartum anxiety. I wouldn't say depression. But I would say anxiety. And around four months. We've hit that first sleep regression. And I had a really hard time. was not sleeping at all. And it had been weeks that I had been like. Three hours of sleep every night. Um, and, uh, I was like, I have to get off the internet just because of all the different opinions. And I'm easily like, I'm a follower, um, not only in the Instagram sense, but like in my personality sense. So all these different opinions were just, I was going crazy. And I was like, I hate to isolate myself even more because I feel so lonely, but I'm going to have to get off. And it was like, wow, getting off of Instagram didn't isolate me anymore. It's like, you think you're a part of this community and if you cut yourself off, then you're not going to be friends with anyone. Like right. you're literally isolating yourself, yeah. but being on Instagram does not make you any closer to anyone. No. You know, if anything, it's like there's no need to check on them, like give them a phone call and see how they're doing because you're watching their Instagram story. Right. Versus if I call you at the end of the day and say, what have you been up to? We're going to have a two person conversation about what you've been up to. Right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I think that's something about social media. You know, I think it's so funny because I think Facebook has changed so much. You know, Facebook used to be like the main hub of social media and it is so not that anymore. Everybody has a Facebook, but you know, it's not as popular as it used to be. But the Instagram thing, it is. And, it, and you know, it is so sad to me because they're... The thing with Instagram is 
it's like you're saying, it gives you a false sense of community because what happens is you watch these stories. Like I'll use her for an example and I'm not saying anything bad about her at all. I love, love, love her. But like Hannah from the Ballerina Farm Girl. Hannah. Yeah, exactly. I love her. I remember there for a phase, I just became absolutely obsessed with her Instagram because I like... I, I felt like I could relate to her so much. You know, she loved making sourdough. She had a Jersey cow. Um, she had all the things, you know, the farm, the garden, all that stuff. But, you know, it's like I was, I felt so much like I was her friend, but yet she hadn't, she has no idea who I am, which again, that's, that's just how social media works. And it, it does. I, I worry about how much that affects people, um, with, how you interact with people or how you build relationships. Um, now I want to say like, I do think that you can have like a lot of, a lot of good relationships can come from social media. Cause I can tell you right now, I can think of two or three friends that I have made solely off of Instagram. Like if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Instagram, I wouldn't know them. Mm-hmm. And I love them so much. I think they're such neat people and they're good friends of mine. Um, and like I said, I would never have connected with them if it wouldn't have been through social media. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's these, it's a pros and cons kind of thing. But yet, you know, I get what you're saying in that it does. It's I think, And I think too that when you, it can kind of almost become a crutch because when you're depending so heavily on the social media for your, to fulfill your social needs, you miss out on the community aspect. The actual community, like the people in your, right, the, you know, right. Yeah, I agree. I think I've thought before, I've caught myself thinking of someone and instead of sending their texts or giving them a call or even inviting them out for coffee or lunch, I find myself checking out on Facebook or looking at their Instagram or, you know, not really engaging with them. And I think... That's something I was really, like, convicted <laughs> about yeah. was just, like, okay, if I, I need, if I have them on my mind, I would be better off to reach out to them. And, you know, maybe that's the, uh, like, having them on your mind is, like, that Holy Spirit. <laughs> holding it, like, in my mouth. Um, that Holy Spirit telling you, like, you need to check on your brother in Christ. Because there's been times I've done that. Like, hey, I don't know why, but I'm just thinking of you today and I wanted to let you know I'm praying for you and then get a text back and be like, today I needed that. Like, this day has been way harder and you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. And it's like, whoa, there's no credit of my own other than like, I don't know why you were on my mind. It was probably the Lord who did that. You know, something else, me and Liza, I know we talked about this. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Me and Liza were talking about. She is so tired. Um, me and Eliza were talking yesterday on the phone about another aspect of social media, which just stinks, but has become a result. Is how easy it is for people to be judgy and hateful on social media, um, and not like they don't have the 
to have the consequences of being hateful or mean on social media or saying something nasty or whatever, because they don't have to look that person in the face when they see that the, the Karens of social media, you know what I mean? But it's like, you've got the Karens that troll Facebook, but there's like this other element of just this judgment. Like, I don't know how, how would you say it? I don't know how I'd say that, but I would say the Karens of the internet I've always thought of it as like um, like a post on your story. Say you said something about why Play-Doh should only be homemade. And if you use the, the stuff from the store, it's bad. And then somebody comments and says, well, I disagree. You know, then everybody is scrolling past and they see that fight. And it reminds me of like, it's not necessarily they're fighting, but they're obviously disagreeing and everybody seeing it it's kind of like this fight in the school hallway you know like everybody starts to gather and a crowd is watching but I, but I do think that the people that make the comments of I disagree is the same person that's being like the same person in Walmart that's like stupidly nice to you about something oh, but yeah. probably rolling their eyes when they turn around you right. know like or they have posting the courage about it when they get in their about car it? Right. Yeah. yeah like Wait, what'd you say, Liza? The, the the courage they have to comment behind their screen, yeah, is not real in Walmart. Like they're never gonna tell you in person. I think you're wrong for buying that Play-Doh if they encountered you at the Walmart checkout. Yeah, buying that Play-Doh. But if you post about it, then they're gonna tell you that's stupid. I hate you. Yeah. Well, and I think what's so interesting too, because you want to know why people won't do that in person or in real life, because if they did that in real life. They would find out, oh, nobody likes me and nobody wants to talk to me and nobody because I'm mean to everyone. They don't have to like if you're nice to people in person, you know what I mean? You don't have direct results of you being. It's just like when a kid, you have a group of children that are playing together. If one kid. No, don't pull that off. (laughs) If you have one kid that's really mean to all the other kids, what are all the other kids going to do? They're not going to want to play with that kid. And that one kid is going to be isolated. And it's like, but people don't have to have those consequences if they're doing it, like you said, from behind their screen. There's no face-to-face watching the reaction of hurting someone. Here's a good thing, though. Dave Ramsey said this. You guys know. My best friend. And he is such a sweet, (laughs) gentle soul. (laughs) We're kindred spirits. If we're going to learn gentleness and kindness from someone, Dave Ramsey. (laughs) Um, he did say one time, he said, it may seem like there's far, I'm going to butcher this, but he's like, he, in a roundabout, this is summary of what he said was, it may seem like there's far more idiots out there than there are good people. Again, the grace. (laughs) But, But there's not. He's like, the smart, kind people are keeping their mouth shut. Yep. They're not saying it. And he said, the dumb people are the ones... Nobody's choking. We're good. It's, we it's just Dixie making their noises. The kind of nice ones are the ones not saying anything and just living it out in their lives. You Doesn't know what I mean? Doesn't that ring true to so many things? Because, like, the people who oh, – I don't know. I don't want to, like t- – I don't want to say this because they do have in- interesting stuff, but the people who put a lot of information out on the internet, like knowledge – that they stay these like they're facts. Yeah. It's not always a fact, but because they speak so much, like with so much confidence, you just are like, oh yeah, okay, that must be true. Mm-hmm. But you don't back check it. 
but they're loud and I don't know if that's always good but I mean I take that back because knowledge is a good thing to share so if you do have a lot to share I don't want you to not share it because you know that's not hurting anybody as long as it's not harmful information I don't know I think you put it I'm starting to ramble I'm thinking through this thought as I'm speaking it yeah this is it that kind of thing made me think of a while back when you were talking about media almost being like a sense of like the Tower of Babel, you know, yes. like God confused the languages for a reason. A reason. We weren't all we supposed don't... to be able to be up in each other's business like this. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, like, this is very much just very, very, very short, not detailed scriptural version of the conversation we were having that day about it. But yeah, it's just it it's not what it was supposed to be. And I, I think I also have noticed a lot on social media, especially where like I know from like the group of not group of people, but like there's so much about where everybody stands in Christianity, more of like their denomination and their belief on a certain thing and less of the gospel where mm-hmm. just you know, it's becomes more of shoving like you were just saying, their point being a fact. Mm-hmm. And less of just plainly like getting on there and pouring their heart out about salvation. Yeah. It's a than, complete lack of empathy. Yeah. You know. And it just, but like saying like you talking about like the Tower of Babel kind of, you know, like it makes me think those things that I are on my heart and things that I do have pressing or feel a need, I have an immediate circle of people mm-hmm. in my life that I can talk to about that. And I just need to be more in touch with that and more involved with them. And that's the real community. You know, that social media is that illusion and false sense of community that makes you think that you've got these social media besties like the Hannah Ballerina Farm Girl when you don't actually. Which sucks because you're really very involved. But you know all the names of her children. Like <laughs> you and their birthdays. And I know that yeah. Fran and Lois share a birthday. Did you know that? I they were born on the that. same day. <laughs> See I what I mean? That. I do know her oven is like $5,000 and people make fun oh, of her for that. But honestly, if I had soul. that much money. Oh, my goodness. That's a dream. Oh, no. Absolutely. To have a. And I, you have to say it with a British accent because that is how the name. Mm. And I'll go cook like, Aga Cooka. It's like mom and dad's to toilet that? was like Brentworth. And every time yes. they were they bought a new toilet like years ago, and every time they would talk about their new toilet, they would say it with like Brentworth. It's like it's a toilet. You can, you can flush twenty golf balls at once. Literally <laughs> <laughs> like Did you know you can I mean, flush twenty golf balls at once? Please <laughs> <laughs> stop bragging about that. <laughs> anyway, no, but seriously, the the Alga Cooka. Because, like, again, you can't say it without the British accent. But that's what – that's the stove everybody wants. Yeah. What's Dixie doing back there, Liza? Hello. Hat. She's got a hat. Um, but, no, I, li- I like oh, – go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. I was going to say something totally random, so go ahead. I was just saying that, like, yes, you can get to the point where you um, – you just got to be careful not to fall into the illusion. She's just right behind me. I just can't see her. She's got a hat still. What were you going to say? Random one? I was going to say it to Liza and she wasn't in here. You know the fake Berkey water thing I sent you? I read the comments and everybody was saying that the pots that she was using were 
pretty much defeated the purpose of. Because they're so expensive. No, because they were like putting something into the water that was about? bad. Um, there was like an Instagram reel that went viral <laughs> when we were watching <laughs> as we bash as Instagram. We were watching Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm on social media all day long, every day. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Turn off the mics. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we need to start praying for each other. Um, there was a Berkey filter hack, and she was like, instead of buying the entire Berkey, just buy the filters and put two cooking pots on top of each other, drill holes in them, and just get the filtration system like that. But I'm guessing probably because the pans she was using were some kind of toxic metal material, it was probably like you're. You're leaking the aluminum back into the water. No, I don't know. No, listen. Listen, listen Linda. That is crazy. Stainless, but if you just use stainless steel, because that's all that is, is stainless steel. But I just know that Berkey's in a lawsuit right now because of their aluminum or something in their containers. That's great. <laughs> I spent $400 on mine. Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Anyways, uh, no, seriously though, the Berkey, so I bought knockoff Berkey filter, like the charcoal filters off of Amazon because they were like $100 cheaper and I bought them. They were not, they did not last. I broke one of them. Yeah. So I, when I bought my new filters, I bought legitimate Berkey charcoal filters and it made a difference, but guess what? Two filters was 150 bucks. Oh, I thought you were gonna say guess what they look like, and I was like, I don't want to know what. They oh, they look do. Like. They don't look good right now. Our water is so limestoney. <sighs> I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't need to take mineral supplements. I just need to drink my water. If it rains hard, our water is milky white you, from the limestone. Me and, me and Ike were trying to decide whether. Is that why ours is white? Yeah. Like, because if it's well water, it's all that limestone. Oh, no. We don't have well water. There's a well on our property. Oh, then why is your water white if it's not well water? I don't know. There's a lot of people. No, there's not. It's a great house. It'll be for sale next year. (laughs) Um, Don't talk about your house on here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, we, um, I don't know why it's white, but. I don't know Me why. and I were trying to debate whether or not you had a well because on our next property we want to dig a well. And I was telling him I thought Tim knew some about that. Okay, you want to know how magical our well is? Yeah. We have a magical well. Leprechauns? No, I'm just kidding. So. Dixie <gasps> May. Okay, well, everything's falling apart right now. Well, how long have we been talking? Because I've talked to several moms that told me they listen, which I. Several of like my friends that like were like, yeah, I listened to it while I was washing the dishes or folding the laundry or doing dinner or whatever. And I was like, uh, and I'm the only one that didn't share it on my social media last time. Yeah. So we, how long have we been talking? We've been talking now for forty three minutes. Is that since you paused it? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's including the time together. Okay, I'm just checking you know my one of my favorite podcasts that i listen to is like an hour and a half long so a lady she's an older lady but i started listening to her this week and her podcast is about 50 to 50 like it never hits one hour it's like 50 to 59 minutes that's so funny so okay back to my well so when we bought this house you know it was the house had been sitting empty for 20 years um well we burnt the old house. We tore down and burnt that old house. 
and then the well so there's the well house out there so we had no idea what the condition of the well was which this is really bad but we're all alive so i want to just put that disclaimer (laughs) anyways we didn't really know what condition the well was in so but this is amazing again i want to state the house set empty for 20 years no one lived in the house for 20 years and then i don't i don't know when that well was put in and i don't know when it was replaced or like anything well we hooked the power up to it and it turned on and it has been running ever since that's wonderful praise the lord i know like we've not had to replace the well pump i don't know how old the well pump is we thought we were like we need to get the water tested and make sure it doesn't have arsenic in it or you know the bad things but i just was like we were trying to get the house built and doing all kinds of other stuff i didn't we didn't have time so i just bought the berkey filters the arsenic and fluoride filters and we've not died yet and so the one fil- the filter I bought because we live in Marengo and the water is so hard. It was like fifty bucks off of Amazon, and it's like the alkaline, so it adds minerals back into the water. Well, it filters it and then adds the right kind back in. And I thought I was doing a good deal with it being like fifty bucks. That's great. I don't have to spend three hundred and fifty dollars. The filters you have to replace every two months, and the filters are like thirty dollars. <laughs> so. I'm not saving money, but we are saving money because we were buying our water before. Anyway, I think we'll wrap this up because my baby is losing it, and so I think I'll have to take her home. But, yep. Thanks for joining us. I guess we'll be back again. I don't know when. We'll... <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a minute. Yeah, I don't really think we can plan it. It's just not going to happen. Just ha- just gonna, it is going to just literally happen when it happens. Like, there's no planning. Like, okay. did, did you know we were going to do it today, Millie? Or did you not yes. know until Liza we had, we've been t- saying for like the last week and a half, like, I don't think I knew we're, until this morning. We're going to do this. We're going to get this. We're going to do the podcast. I mean, it's been busy, though, because we've all been sick. I have 11 golden retriever puppies. Five are still available if anyone's interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've had puppies I've been taking care of. And then, um, like I said, everybody's been sick, and then it's just been insanity. Literally, right as you said that, my phone notifies me from Instagram and goes, Rose and Thistle Farm, AKC Golden Retrievers and Corgis, uh, or Australian Shepherds. Why does it say Australian Shepherds? I don't have Australian Shepherds anymore. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that was creepy. Go ahead. All right. Well, that's that's very odd. Anyways, but yeah, so it's been just intense. So we finally got... We're all here in one place, which we see each other every week. We should just make a point to do it on Saturdays when we're at mom's. Yep. That would be fun. Especially in the summer, we can all just sit on mom's porch. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. I like sitting on your porch. My porch? I love sitting on my porch, too. It'll be warm enough (laughs) here before too long. All righty. We'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.